Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Live from a big pile of money in the eBay vaults, this is the award-winning Stamp Show here today, episode number 262, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Tom. This is Cash. This is Scott. This is Mark. This is Tony. And this is Becca. Speaking of Tony, we have a shout out to Tony today right here on the podcast. Hey, Tony. Cash got his coronavirus postcard finally. Yay, wahoo. There is a question mark over the quest giver and experience points have been awarded. He's typing weird stuff. Hmm. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know exactly what that means, don't you? No. World of Warcraft. Nope, don't play it. Ah, Never played it. Loser, losers. Also, shout out to Joe and Steven. So today we are addressing eBay's new managed payment system. Oh, are we pausing? Looks like we're pausing. Just wait a moment. Oh, Jim, Albert. Hey, look who just walked in. We don't have enough microphones. Jim and Albert, (laughs) uh, you guys are going to have to share a microphone and right there. You are such in luck today. Oh. <laughs> so, Albert and Jim Forty, the uh, largest dealer in America or Las Vegas. Put the microphone closer to you. Good afternoon, all. Even closer. There we go. There you go. Is he muted? No. Okay. eBay managed payments. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> well, now we I have somebody else. Su- now we have another opinion coming in today. So, well, I, I'm been hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Don't jump in. We'll, we'll get we'll get into it. Spoiler yeah, alert. We we just so <laughs> we haven't even started to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So now that we have a new guest, what are managed pay- managed payments? You may ask. According to eBay, the goal for its managed payments program is to simplify the shopping experience for both the buyer and the seller. And charge you more. Yeah, they're helping us. For buyers, there are more ways to pay, so they can now use their preferred payment method, be it credit, debit, gift card, PayPal, PayPal credit, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Snot Pay, <laughs> Orange Pay, Green Pay, whatever else you may have. <laughs> the increased number of payment options, particularly mobile payment options, is a big gain for businesses selling on eBay eBay's managed payments is a win for sellers with its inclusion of the popular mobile payment apps, Apple Pay and Google Pay, said some eBay people. eBay expects managed payments to be fully operational in 2021. Until then, sellers are moved to the new system on an invite-only basis. Eventually, every eBay seller will be on managed payouts. But for now, you have the choice. Before you make a move or choose to stay on PayPal until eBay transitions you over, make sure you understand the pros and cons of managed payments and the changes that lie ahead. So who's going to discuss that? Yeah, what kind of an invitation? The invitation <laughs> I got was, you have to be on managed payments by July 15th, or you can't list anything. Yeah, I got one right in <laughs> Yeah, I believe that's the a, entire stamp category. Ah, yeah, that's July a heck of 15. an invitation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It reminds me of the uh, of the letter I got when I uh, when I enlisted. They said, "Greetings, you are hereby ordered to appear." <laughs> you know, here's the one thing they're not doing, which would really be great if they did it. Europeans don't write checks. They do they do bank transfers, and they do them completely the opposite of they do in the United States. So there's a system there called IBAN. And when I deal with people in Europe, they want to do a bank transfer. And I have to tell them, I'm sorry, the U.S. does not participate in IBAN. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I spoke literally to one of the guys at eBay this morning mm -hmm. for this podcast. And the big thing that they are doing is a lot of people buy on eBay on their cell phones now. They aren't really using their computers. The second thing is to buy on eBay, you had to have a PayPal account. What they're doing is they're actually making it so you can buy more stuff on your phone. And the real big push was to put Apple Pay and Google Pay into eBay, which were not there prior. It's very logical to give people more options. There's no question about it. I mean, I forever have offered my merchant account. I think in the last five or seven years, I think I had two people pay directly by credit card. Yeah. Mm. So, you know. Um, now, I will tell you one thing I read the other night. You might have somebody. You hold might on, have, hold on. Before okay. you bring that up. Okay. Let's, make, let's see if we're going to say the same thing already. Go ahead. He, he has a. So the management managed payments, the managed payments pros and cons are interesting. As with any new policy change or rollout, eBay managed payments works better for some businesses more than others. Automatic payouts instead of transferring funds between accounts, managed payments offers direct deposits into your bank account. Who uses this? More streamlined accounting since everything is now in one place. Sellers can more easily manage transactions and the accounting required from them. Longtime eBay seller Sherry Smith says, Having eBay making automated payouts is much better for me because I don't have to make transfers. There's one less account for me to track. With management with managed payments at the end of the year, it saved me a week of accounting. Yeah, I'm skeptical of that claim. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing spending a week because... <laughs> Uh, PayPal sends you a little 1099 form that, you know. Well, but here's what I think eBay is talking about. You will be able to download something someplace on eBay, which I never do, which will give you an absolute net of what you got for each sale. Right now, you can only do that, the net you got, based upon the eBay's commission. Now you will be able to do it. With the, item with, by with item, the, yeah. and you'll also get the pay the payment commission, so you will know exactly that the item you sold for twenty dollars, you're actually only getting fourteen ninety seven, but it'll all be in one place. So there is an advantage to that. Now here's what I saw last night, and I didn't spend enough time with it. There's a website called Auction Bites, uh, run by a woman named Ina Steiner, who was in the news lately because it turned out that some eBay um, employees were stalking her. And oh, saying, I heard that. And, and I, I've been reading the newsletter on and off for years, and someone suggested that with managed payments, eBay may reduce or eliminate insertion fees. Oh, that would be cool. That would be great. I would. I mean, that would be the best thing news I would ever hear. I mean, I could, if I didn't have to pay insertion fees, I'd run 150, 200,000 items on eBay. Yeah. 
You know, I've been using. They gave fifty thousand free free listings through uh, the through July first to a lot of people, including me. And I've I use those, and yeah, so my sales I. went way up. Yeah, so did mine. So, but that would be nice. But I don't know if that's really going to happen. I mean, look, this is eBay wants to get another piece of the pie. Well, more options for more customers equals more sales. Managed Payments offers buyers a full spectrum of payment options, credit cards, debit cards, gift cards, PayPal, PayPal Credit, Google Pay, and Apple Pay. So they can use their preferred methods regardless of where they live, the devices they use, or the items they purchase. With all these options, customers are more likely to follow through with a purchase. Yeah, but give the Europeans IBAN, bank transfers. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that there probably will be something like that in there. I mean, Google Pay is close to that already. Well, there's a lot of things that are close to it, but not really. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know, I sell a lot overseas, and this is something that my buyers want. Yeah, yeah. They want to do bank transfers because that's how business is done in Europe. Well, bank like, transfers. like eBay literally said this morning, I mean, the biggie is they want more people doing stuff on their cell phones, and they want Apple Pay and Google Pay as the two big things that they didn't have prior. No, just a question. Does anybody here really use their cell phone a lot to buy on eBay? There are some things that's easy to buy on eBay with a cell phone, some things it's virtually impossible. For me, it's really difficult to buy stuff. Uh, I will tell you I use the app for like, um, accepting offers because you know I get offers all the time. See, the, to me, the big thing about the app is is that when I take a picture with my phone, it's right there on my computer, mm -hmm. and that makes life a lot easier. I don't have to sit there and transfer photos. But if I'm looking at an individual cover or even an individual stamp, the app is okay. I can use it. But if I'm going to look at a collection, no yeah. chance. Oh well, I find the search function is much better on the computer yeah, than on yeah. the uh, cell yeah. phone. You have to have a really, really spot-on search to find what you're looking for because the screen only is going to capture like one item at a time mm -hmm. where your computer, you know, you will have a list of 200 items and you can scroll through them real quick. What I, what I do is I'm, I just go to my sellers that I know I can buy from. Well, and another thing, too, is remember that eBay is more than just selling stamps. Well, of course. Of so, course. you know, if, um, you're, if you're looking for size 14 yeah. Nikes, you don't need to see 100 listings. Right. But I, I, it's my thought that mobile, having a mobile-friendly website is not that important in the stamp world. Yeah, um, I you agree. Know, it is, you know... I mean, I, like I said, I found two fairly good uses for the eBay app, but I mean, I do not like doing, I don't like doing that much of anything on my phone. I mean, well, I, like, I guess that's because I'm old. <laughs> like, <laughs> I make calls. <laughs> First of all, you're not that old. You're my age. <laughs> but you're second, old. <laughs> but second of all, you know, I buy stuff on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Amazon is real easy to use on a cell phone, yeah. but I'm, you know, buying generic things. Yeah. You know, I don't care what my post-it notes look like. I just want post-it notes. Yeah, but boy, I sure like my 32-inch monitor. Oh. <laughs> As someone who's mostly a buyer for Jim's question, I'd have to say I prefer to use my computer at home than use a cell phone to look at eBay. Yep. 
I mean, 100 to 1. I mean, it's good if you're sitting there and you got to kill time. You can, I can go look and see what my favorite sellers have, and I'll throw in a few low bids if see if I sometimes I get lucky, sometimes not. You can see how many. Uh, but if I'm serious, 549s are listed. <laughs> 594s. I'm sorry, 5, 594s are listed. Yeah, you know, I closed my office a couple of months ago, and people have now found me again, and I'm still I'm getting all the calls. Everybody has 594 and 596. I ha I've, I had a person come in today. <laughs> and it was actually a shame because um, he contacted me. And I always tell people, send me pictures. You know, I will save you the trip. Send me <laughs> pictures. And he sent me a picture. And it was supposed to be a transitional perf, uh, perf tw uh, 11 stamp with perf 10 mm -hmm. at the bottom. And I said, you know... It's probably not. And he just insisted that he knew what he was doing. He was a good stamp collector. He knew how to measure perfs and everything. And I told him, well, if you are knowledgeable, then, you know, let's have a discussion here. I can't expertise this by a picture. You actually have to bring it in. So he comes down. He has an Uber. He Ubers over. Oh, no. And it takes me 30 seconds to tell that it's a perf 11 by perf 11 stamp. Yeah. <clears throat> he over-exaggerated his expertise. You know, a couple, uh, couple of things I always tell people. It's, some of this is to, one thing is to discourage them and one thing is to try to inform them. It says, you know, in order to learn the difference between stamps, go down to the library and read the first 80 pages of the Scott catalog <laughs> several times until you understand it. <laughs> then there is a website that has a worldwide catalog. The prices, I don't know what they are, but they're honest. They're all relative. They're all good relatively. Stampworld.com. And, you know, of course, they're well, still, still going to think that their 632 is a 594 or 596. But, I mean, that's actually a very helpful thing if someone, you know, wants to look up a stamp. The numbers are their own numbers. The prices are their prices. They tend to be on the high side like the old style catalogs. But, you know, they're all honest, meaning that, you know, if yeah. you see a $1,000 stamp, you've got something. Yeah. On Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, there was a Robert A. Siegel uh, rarity sale. And in this great search for 594s, there was actually a pair found, and it sold for $25,000 plus the juice. Yeah. So there, there are occasionally ones found. Yep. There was also a... Um, a, f a new 544 cover that had been found in the last year. So great great things happen. And then my other comment is, is that uh, a shout-out for PSC is that a, that a Gem 100 uh, 550 brought brought uh, over $9,000. Oh, wow. And, and a 98-graded and a, and a, uh, uh, K11A brought $4,000. Excellent. Whew. Oh, and an 834A plate brought 26000 Yep. That's phenomenal. I was going to say, speaking of people trying to identify stamps, I'll have to give a shout out to whoever it is who runs the website Swedish Tiger. Yeah. They actually recently added a thing that um, you go to the website, and it's, all, it's only U.S., and it's not a lot of the modern stuff. It's mostly the older stuff. But they now have a thing on there where they have a bunch of circles. So if you really don't know, the circles are all colors. And you click on the color... And it'll show you like you click on blue, and it'll show you all the blue stamps. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean everything. You know, 
63s, four cent Colombians, I mean, all of it. And then you can click on it. That's my design. And then it'll give you some basic information about that stamp. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's very valuable because yeah. I never remember which color is 400 and which is 400A. <laughs> I always have to go look at the stamp in color because, you know. Well, I got to know, you know, everybody who listens, I get, I answer a lot of emails and stuff. And a person uh, gave us a phone call here at PSE and said, I have a red two cent George Washington stamp. And the internet says it's valuable. And I said, wow, okay. Uh, you send me a picture. And he goes, well, I've got 16 of them. <laughs> and I go, if you have 16 of them, guess how much they're going to be worth? <laughs> and uh, so he sent me a picture. And sure enough, <laughs> they were, they were uh, nothing. There's a lack of understanding of what the word common means. You know, that most of anything the singer, is right? common. You're yes. talking about the singer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> well, back to our uh, topic at hand. One of the other uh, pros would be increased seller protection. Managed payments give sellers the ability to manage disputes and chargebacks directly through eBay rather than a third party, which provides them with an added layer of protection. Problem with that is, is that you know eBay wants you to um, eBay wants you to uh, send things tracked, which is going to, when you're selling a stamp, goes for fifty five cents or about twenty cents when you figure discount postage. You want it tracked, you've got to pay three dollars and change. Yeah, well, no, actually, it's two dollars and forty five cents. Okay. Yeah. Now. Okay. They you no, know, but they lowered it. Yeah. It's okay. two dollars well, and forty five cents, but it's two dollars and forty cents versus twenty five cents. Yes. So now for the cons. Slower payouts. eBay claims that funds can take two to four days to hit your bank account, but several sellers in the eBay seller community have reported waiting seven days or more for payment, which is likely because a stand this is likely because a standard ACH payment can take three to five business days to post to your bank account. Yeah, I don't care too much about that. Yeah, I mean my I collect PayPal once a week on Tuesday and it's in my account on Wednesday. Yeah. Payability can help eBay sellers on managed payments get paid the next day, every day for their sales, just like we help businesses selling on Amazon get paid every day rather than every 14-plus days, but more on that later. Yeah, Amazon pays every two weeks. (laughs) Amazon does not pay every day. (laughs) Potential shipping violations. Many sellers don't ship an order out until sales proceeds hit their accounts. So if you're waiting multiple days for payment, you might end up violating the shipping times a customer and eBay expects to overcome this hurdle. Some sellers currently on the program update their order processing time. So buyers are aware of a potential delay before it actually happens. While it's good to manage expectations, this might turn buyers away altogether. Hmm. eBay puts a lot of emphasis on people shipping, shipping quickly. And uh, yeah, that could certainly hurt uh, the customer experience. Well, I'll tell you if I sell something, for you know, five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, I'm not shipping it till I get paid. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't often sell things at that level, but you know, my problem is just processing all the orders. I mean, yeah, mine too. Yeah, it, it slowed down finally, but from like you know the last week in March till 
frankly, the middle of May. I mean, I had volume that I hadn't seen in oh, forever. I mean, the, the number of people buying stamps during the heart of the lockdown were just insane. Oh, I mean, well, I, I'm doing my shipping today. I did shipping on Monday. I had to ship 92 items today. This is July. That is unheard of. Now, in December, that occurs. That doesn't occur usually in July. Well, I mean, I'm, I used to ship once a week, but when, when, when you're doing 250 orders a week, I can't yeah. do that. I yeah. got to ship every couple of three days. Yeah, I, I ship Tuesday and Thursday. And one guy, he, he's complaining because he paid Thursday night after I had left. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it got shipped. He didn't get it on Wednesday and is kicking up all sorts of, I mean, you know, all sorts of stuff. And you got to address this. Yeah, There's a big problem now, especially with international shipping. I mean, oh, God, yes. France, Italy, it's two months at least. Oh, um, Australia, two to three months. Brazil, not at all. Oh, yeah, not I've got a stack zero. of about half a dozen orders that I'm waiting for the embargo to be lifted. Yeah. Czech Republic, uh, United S- Arab Emirates. Almost all the Middle Chile. East. Chile. Almost all the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a whole pile of those. Yeah, and, you know, the guy called me up. Excuse me, he emailed me. And, uh, you know, I had said, you know, I tried to ship it and it's back here because your country is shut down. And he said, okay, now it's open again. And I check and he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're not. I'm not going to send this again. And plus, the second thing is when it was returned to me, the envelope was destroyed. Oh, I, no. I mean, you know, they, they when they're returning it, I guess, you know, they run over it with a truck or something because... <laughs> Well, look, take it down to Sunset. They'll give you your money. They'll they'll ship it for free with the existing postage that was on there. No, because I because it says right on the label. Yeah. You you know to, to get a refund. Now you're never going to get cash no. money back. We had one country reopen and we just brought it down there and they, we they we repackaged it and oh, out it went. Heck no! For fifty five cents discount postage. Well, these were mostly. I, the, Bigger, th- you know, oh, okay. because, when, you know, yeah, I mean, these were like six, eight bucks. Well, but, this is going, you know, foreign countries. But this is like postal history. Well, some of it is. I'm, I sell a lot more stamps these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I yeah. like the uh, returned because uh, your, your country is shut down. Yeah, the problem is, is I franked them all with post with discount posters. I so know. There's no postal history value. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. But it, you know, it's 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 a philatelic cover, but it does show the uh, COVID issue. Yeah, I've got a friend who's working on a collection of fifty-four liberties, and we constantly have the discussion about is something philatelic or not. And I said, well, stamp dealers are allowed to send mail, and if it's franked with a contemporaneous stamp, then it's legitimate. Yeah. So another con added fees. In addition to a payment processing fee of 2.7% of total order value, eBay announced an added transaction fee of $0.25 per listing per order. This means that $0.25 will be charged for each unique listing in an order, but if multiple quantities of the same listing are in an order, the fee will only be charged once. Now, this this is a biggie. This is a biggie actually on two counts. First count... 
if you, if I sell in, and by the way, if you guys, you know, want to double check and fact check me, my uh, seller name is uh, Stampin' Stuff. So you can see how much stuff I have. There is uh, probably 80% of my stuff is less than $10. I survive by people buying many items. You know, like a person will buy 10 navel covers. Well, then it goes to PayPal. I have to pay PayPal 35 cents and we're done. eBay is going to charge 25 cents, but they're going to charge it on all 10 items. So all of a sudden I go from 35 cents to $2 and 50 cents. Yeah, that's significant. And that's certainly something that's going to cause a lot of sellers to look at eBay and you know, in the stamp world, eBay is not is, is clearly the biggest player, but it's not the juggernaut it once was. There are other marketplaces that yep. are making a lot of headway. Okay, the second thing is sales tax. Now, people who don't know, um, if you have like a 8.75% sales tax in your uh, county, the dealer is probably only paying 8.55 and they get to keep 0.2 for like their freeze for uh, doing everything. So they get a little bit of a discount to handle the sales tax. It's a transactional fee. All counties do this because, you know, people were collecting your sales taxes. Well, that money now is collected by eBay. So eBay gets that 2% or 2.5%. The second thing is, as a seller, you're going to pay 2.7%. Probably going to pay it you on that sales tax. You pay it on the sales tax, right. So eBay gets 2.7% from you on the sales tax and 2% or 0.2% from the county. So it's an, another income generator to eBay. Yeah, that. You know, there's a podcast called eBay for Business, and it might be worth sending some of these questions to that podcast and see what they have to say. Managed payments comes up fairly frequently, um, and obviously they're giving the company line, but yeah, I didn't realize oh, it was I 25 have, cents per yeah. item. That's bad. I have no problem with eBay. I like eBay. If you guys are getting the opinion that, you know, we're bashing eBay, we are not. We are just talking about what the managed pay system is. But realistically, the extra 25, uh, 25 cents per item, I'm going to pass that on to my buyers. I'm going to raise the prices on stuff. I mean, there's just no way to do it otherwise. The problem, But eBay is very price sensitive. I know. That's the tough part. You know, um, you, you really, the, the, frankly, the best way to compete on eBay is to, uh, you know, be compete on price, which yeah. is why I'm not, I mean, I use eBay, but it's, I'm not a huge fan. I'd rather go to other marketplaces like Hipstamp where there is less competition on price. Yeah. But I, the lowest price that I charge for something is $2. I do have things which you can buy on my site for $2 each. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden now, because a person will buy, you know, 10 or 15 of them or something like that. All of a sudden, that $2 price isn't a $2 price anymore. It's a buck seventy-five now. Yeah, I mean, I start at $10 on eBay. Other markets will put something up for a quarter. 
Yeah. But eBay needs to be $10 because of their fee structure. Well, I do think that I'm going to go from $2 to $3. And then I, and the terrible thing is, you know, I, I have my uh, accept offers turned on. So people will send me an offer and it's like a $2 item and they'll offer me a buck and a quarter, but they'll buy 20 of them. So I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. But then now 20, I'm going to give eBay five bucks, whereas I would be giving PayPal 35 cents. That's a problem. It is something that has to be taken into account. Well, some other considerations. The global shipping program, charity, and donations are not yet supported on managed payments. Yeah, who cares? Well, I one time tried global shipping. They claim it never got to their hub in Kentucky, so I had to eat it. Oh, well, that's one of the harsh things. If you use eBay shipping, it's supposed to be guaranteed and everything. It's not. It's not. They can still say, oh, you used eBay system and everything, but the tracking is wrong or something like that. You lost the item. They told me it never got to where you're supposed to ship it in Kentucky for global shipping because I was going to use it for countries where you just can't guarantee safe delivery. But if you can't guarantee safe delivery to Kentucky to eBay, then I guess you can't really use it. Yeah. Well, my my loss, actually, you know, something funny, and it's probably because of the virus thing and the items were not lost. They just are like really, really delayed. But my uh, shipping losses, generally speaking, my shipping losses are about 1%, maybe one item out of 100. Lately, it's been two items, maybe three items out of 100, which is a really high percentage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I know that all this stuff is going to get there eventually because people, you know, I saw I, I mailed something, you know, March the 3rd. It got there in the middle of June. This is to yeah. Australia. Things are getting there eventually. And, you know, and honestly, I've thought of turning off international shipping on eBay because of that. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I had somebody, he, you know, he, he put in a claim and got $22.50 back three days later. Oh, just like you said, it got here. Yeah. I, I now, have I have to go, now I have to go to eBay to uh, try to get my money back. <laughs> yeah. No, I had one. I had that occur, uh, a $5 item. And it's been a month, yeah. and it hasn't showed up. And I go, I know it's going to show up, but, you know, $5, here's your refund. Yeah. Well, Because I would rather be happy with eBay than mm-hmm. the person gets it. He gets a $5 item for free. That's nice. Well, this was to the Netherlands, which is a place where I don't ever recollect having any shipping difficulties at all. But this case, it took two months. Yeah. I think a little more than two months. I shipped one to Australia, and it took a long time, and it re- arrived water damaged. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I mean, Australia, New Zealand are both very... I mean, there's so many countries where it's very difficult Mostly England is okay, or the yeah. United Kingdom. I do a but lot of France, business with... France, oh my yeah. God. Oh, man, they're usually very good, but right now it's minimum of two months to get something to France. Wow. Minimum. And it's, it's you know, it's a problem. Um, you know, there's, there are more flights leaving, but there's still so much stuff that's stuck in the, in the pipeline. Yeah. And it's just going to take time for it to go through. Yeah, the guy with the $5, and he, uh, I said, you know, COVID is delaying everything. 
And then he gave me a really long, dirty email saying, uh, don't, don't blame COVID. This is your <laughs> fault and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, here's your refund. <laughs> and one thing that's not clear is on refunds, when you refund something through PayPal, you don't get the fee that you paid back. And I'm wondering if on eBay managed payments, if you do a refund, if you get that fee back, that yeah. 2.7. That's interesting. Well, I can't imagine they will because I suspect the bulk of the people paying are going to be paying by PayPal. So eBay's not going to get that back from PayPal. So they're certainly unlikely to give it back to you. Yeah. But that's a good question. I'll, I'll try to send these into this eBay for Business podcast. Yeah. See if I can uh, get some information. Actually, the worst part of eBay, which has nothing to do with managed payments, they've changed their emails that they send to sellers, and it's much worse. I hate them. You know, like they're little, going through legal. That's that's just growing pains. Well, sort I mean, of thing. you know, they used to, used to when you got your sale email, you had a nice small picture and description you could copy and paste to send yeah. to confirm it, and they also had the guy's email. So now I have to go to eBay's website to get a guy's email address. Obviously, they don't. You know, let me look. The great problem with eBay is they want everybody to live under the function. When you buy something on the eBay marketplace, you're buying from eBay, not from the million-plus vendors that yeah. are on eBay. When, it's like Amazon. Yeah. If you buy on Amazon, they don't. They want the actual seller to be invisible. Yeah, I don't know any way on Amazon, when I was selling on Amazon, to get the seller's email. Yeah. The buyer's email, I mean. Now, eBay is still the best game in town. It's well, just, it's the it's biggest. A, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it's the best anymore for stamps. I mean, yeah. it depends on what you're doing. For what I do, it's not the best by a long shot. For what but I do, it is. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Well, some sellers have had to pay for shipping on a credit card. While this can be convenient, eBay might still be holding payouts when your credit card bill is due. No, that's... That. That could yeah, be I mean, a problem. That, that yeah. can be a problem for some people, yeah. you know. But well, I mean... If, that would be a problem more with your credit limit. I mean, if if you max out your credit card and all of a sudden your shipping comes to a halt, that would be a problem. Yeah, and some people, some big sellers don't pay by credit card. And I, I mean, there's been a lot of, there have been cases where eBay has been in the hole for millions of dollars for their fees from some large sellers. Oh, yeah. 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 eBay will put an okay to ship notice in your seller account, which essentially means that the payment has cleared. Keep in mind, however, that this doesn't doesn't necessarily mean the payment has hit your account. This is because of delays from your own bank and or Adyen, the payments platform eBay uses for managed payments. Yeah, I'm not concerned about that. Your managed payment options. As you can see, there are a lot of things to consider when it comes to managed payments on eBay. On one hand, the program is designed to streamline your business operations so you can focus your attention where it is really needed. On the other hand, eBay sellers are going to get paid later for their sales than they have grown accustomed to. One thing to remember is that the program is still technically in beta, so eBay is continuously working on improvements based on real-time feedback from managed payment sellers. For example, PayPal initially was not a payment option for buyers, a problem that many sellers credit for their loss of sales. I have a funny feeling that uh, PayPal wasn't there only because eBay was negotiating with PayPal. Uh, I think that that's probably the reason. That 
I doubt sincerely that it was ever an option that eBay would not have PayPal. Who knows? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't get using PayPal except that to, to use some of the money that comes in. I mean, yeah. but who knows? eBay added PayPal to its payment methods this year. They have a long list of features to add and changes to make based on seller feedback. Some are just prioritized over others. While they continue rolling out the program and working out the kinks, you can, pre you can prepare yourself for your own transition to it or work through any common hurdles if you're already in. Let's look at some of your options. Leave eBay. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't an option. Yeah. <laughs> Hip and others are just not that big and sales on eBay are still the mama of online sites? Well, the answer is it depends what you're trying to sell and how you're trying to sell it. If you are selling collector stamps up to about, you know, 40 or $50, quite frankly, you will do better on hip stamp. What, it's not great for covers, that's for sure. And it's, it's, you know, it's not a place to sell lots and collections. It's not a place really to sell supplies. But, I mean, I sell way more stamps on hip stamp than, I'll ever, than I ever will sell on eBay. I mean, it, you, know, you know, there's a whole generation of collectors that have come into the hobby that collect very widely. I yeah. mean, when people, the people of my generation or, you know, people over 50 or whatever the year is, when they got into the hobby, people sort of told them, well, you can't collect the world, you have to specialize. All these new collectors, no one ever told them that. So they collect the world. <laughs> and I mean, it's not a, I mean, I've had people order a hundred different individual stamps at one time. You don't find that too much on eBay. Um, you know, it, it's, if, if, if someone is considering selling and they're looking to sell, you know, at a, you know, at a reasonable percentage of catalog, I mean, you know, if you want to sell it a hundred, you know, at a, you know, full Scott, Good luck to you. You're certainly not going to sell anything on eBay. You're not going to sell anything on Hipstamp either. But I guarantee that the average sale price as a percentage of catalog on Hipstamp is got to be at least twice, maybe two and a half times what you're going to get on eBay. I mean, if you're going to get more than 20% of catalog on eBay, you better you better have something and you're the, the you hasn't been on eBay in months and you've got the only one and it's something that somebody's actually going to really want. You know, it's um it, it it's a place where there's a race to the bottom. So, it's got its value, you know. I mean, there's more people on it than any place else and there's certainly a lot of business transacted, but for sellers Look at Hipstamp, and Hipstamp is far from perfect. They've got a couple of technical flaws, which I want to put my head through the wall with. But, uh, you know, it's a real interesting place for a potential seller. And because they don't charge listing fees, there's whatever stamp you want, you're going to find it. I mean, uh, just yesterday I needed to fill, I needed three Canadian stamps, never hinged, to fill in some sats, actually Newfoundland. Found them all on Hipstamp. Never would have found any of these on eBay. It's got its value, so consider it. And there's other options. There's a place in Europe called Del Camp, but you got to be willing to deal with, you know, with shipping to Europe. And right now, that's a real headache. <clears throat> Tony, you haven't said much. Do you uh, sell on Hipstamp? And what do you think? Uh, yes, I do. I do sell on Hipstamp. Uh, I like it. Uh, 
the uh, greatest thing is the uh, uh, the API the guy has set up so that your eBay listings uh, show up on HitStamp. You don't have to list them; they disappear. The HipStamp API is child's play compared to doing file exchange or anything else on eBay. Yeah. It's a big advantage if you've got a big stock. Big advantage. Now, I thought that the reason a lot of this was coming about uh, was eBay and PayPal used to be owned by the same entity and PayPal was sold. And that was a year or two ago, I believe. And been waiting for this to happen. Some kind of split. It only makes sense for them to want to sell uh, to the younger generation on mobile phones. I agree with you guys. It's not that great for stamps. If you want to buy an HDMI cord for your TV real quick, it uh, works fantastic. Yep. Another option is wait it out. This seems to be the solution many eBay sellers have decided on. Yep, me. Uh, <laughs> I definitely, uh, I we sort of said this all before, but, you know, July 15th is the uh, in, the end of my <laughs> invitation date right. also <laughs> with uh, invitation in finger quotes. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, just, you just have to see what's going to happen, how it's all going to work out. Um, you know, I mean, if I have no clue, I mean, I can see, I just don't, I don't see, I mean, I don't see eBay becoming a bigger part of my business as time go, went on, goes on. I mean, I was really happy to have four, three or four months of 50,000 listings. That was great. And I sold a lot of stuff. I was really happy with that. But, you know, now we're, go, now we're back down to the real world where I'm only getting the 10,000 that I'm paying for. And, you know, frankly, I'm considering cutting back down to a thousand. We'll see. Mm. I think right now I'm at about fifty-five hundred. Well, I have so much stuff. Yeah. It's it's just a question of you know, putting them on eBay. I mean, again, I've took me a long time, but I've mastered file exchange, so it doesn't take much to put stuff on the on eBay. Yeah. Well, old habits die hard, and you may not have to transition away from PayPal anytime soon. So why make a change if you don't have to? In the meantime, however, try to come up with a plan for when you inevitably do have to switch over to managed payments. Yeah, my, I think... Just one thing about PayPal. PayPal has been pretty good the last few years. But I've been around long enough to remember when you were more likely to get the nuclear launch codes than a phone number for PayPal. Yeah. <laughs> they I had remember. a pretty yeah. bad yeah. record of customer service <laughs> yeah. for... Uh, at least cl for close to a decade. Yep, yep, that's true. <laughs> Another option, look into new financing partners. A huge complaint from exi existing managed payment sellers is around added fees and slower payments, both of which hurt cash flow. Payability is designed to help marketplace sellers overcome cash flow hurdles like these so they can actually invest in growth. In fact, instant access from payability works just like PayPal used to manage for used to for managed payment sellers. Well, you can go ahead and PayPal already has that where they'll they'll give you a loan. Yeah, yeah, I've used that, and um, you know it works great. Yeah. I mean, it's like free money because you know you don't notice ten or twenty percent less of your PayPal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
So anybody else have anything? <laughs> well, the eBay managed payments, you know. It does, we'll have to see it does make you wonder out. when some of these eBay, uh, you know, the executives there, they make 20, 30, 40 million dollars a year. And in the end, their great strategy is let's increase fees. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we know, can make more money. Bingo. Well, you know, I haven't really sold much on eBay, uh, anything on eBay in the last three years. And uh, this actually makes me think twice about whether I want to start again or not. Why don't you sell anything on eBay? Just curious. Lack of time at this point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair well, enough. I, I mean, for someone who's beginning... By the way, eBay is uh, offering free listings if you're a first-time seller, or you can convince them you're a first-time seller. <laughs> <laughs> it's one less step. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, when I talk to people who are looking to sell stamps, and, you know, sometimes we get into, well, you could always sell it yourself. Oh, I do that. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. you know, you tell them, well, you know, you got to open up an account on eBay, an account on PayPal, and now they don't have to do that. Maybe that'll help with beginning sellers and maybe that'll help people who want to you know you know want to go sniping and finding mistakes on ebay i mean you know there's a whole website which does searches for misspelled items no <laughs> <laughs> you know um it, it's it's you know if you're serious about it you know you need to do it i mean oh, yeah. you know like philippines with uh two l's instead of two p's so, yeah. you know yep yeah, I, I know, you know, if I make a mistake in a listing, if uh, if I misidentified upward, then they tell me. If I misidentified downward, then they buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about wraps us up for today. We need your help. Join the podcast. Membership is $10 for a lifetime membership. We need your help to keep us going because nothing on the internet is free to do, including setting up our telephone connections. If you are an APS member, please send us your membership number because we are an APS-affiliated club. Our address is P.O. Box 539-309, Henderson, Nevada, 89053. Your support is very much appreciated. You've been listening to Stamp Show here today, episode number 262. This was Tom. This was Cash. This was Scott. This was Mark. This was Jim. This was Albert. This is Tony. And this was Becca. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.